This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk Podcast. It's the preview show today and we're looking ahead to Barnsley. And we've got, I think, our first ever returning guest from uh, from the preview show. We've got Doug O'Kane from the Barnsley Chronicle here today. Doug, how are you doing, mate? I'm all right, Jack. How are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. Very excited for Saturday. Um, so I, I think we've got to talk about it. The last game, uh, we'll kick it off with that. I remember beforehand, we both said it's going to be tight. It, it's going to be difficult. It ended up being a weird one and being anything but that. Uh, what were your takings from the game? Yeah, one of Barnsley's worst performances of the season. Um, and Michael Duff said so afterwards, uh, you know, uh, they were just out, out fought really by Derby. I think Barnsley started quite well for maybe the first 15 minutes, but then sort of, it was quite an even game and there was that in, bad injury to Tom Edwards, wasn't there, which slowed the game down and they never recovered by, from that. Gave away some silly goals, a penalty and two really sloppy uh, goals, giving the ball away um, on the edge of their box. But generally, they just weren't at it. I don't know whether it was because it was in the FA Cup and they just uh, just that tiny little drop-off um, or it was what it was, but they just had a, ba- a bad off day against a good team and, and got punished. Yeah, it did seem like that. It did seem like that, to be honest. I think if you, if you'd have told me beforehand we'd have won three nil, I don't think I'd, uh, I don't think I'd believe you. But yeah, uh, I hope for Derby's sake that that happens again this weekend. But come to you today, Doug. Uh, Barnsley are in unbelievable form. I mean, I've got it up in front of me. Is it what five wins in the last six or something like that? One point behind Derby with a game in hand. I mean, I know you lost a couple around that time where, where we last played you. What's happened? What's changed? To be fair, they've been on, on really good form since about October. Um, I think they've won 11 out of the last 15. Um, I think they've won something like seven, uh, seven out of eight just towards the end of the of 2022. And then that period that you alerted to, they got a player sent off very early on against Bolton and lost 3-0 uh, at home. Obviously, Bolton, another team that's up there, and then lost two 0 at Charlton in a strange game where they missed loads of chances and really should have probably at least drawn. Um, they didn't play badly at all; they just it just wasn't their day in front of goal. Um, so those two back-to-back uh, defeats, along with the Derby Cup game, looked like a bit of a bad run. But it, it seems like just a tiny blip now, really, when you look back at it. Because since then, like you mentioned, they've won five out of the last six. The other one being a draw at Portsmouth, which is not a bad result. And it could have been a win. I don't know if you've seen the clip of a really controversial goal ruled out by the ref where he plays an advantage for Barnsley just as the Barnsley player kicks it in the back of the net, which 
would have possibly been the winner. Um, it, that was during a spell of quite a few referee decisions going against Barnsley. So it could have been six out of six. But um, yeah, they're on excellent form. It's, it's strange that they're on that form and they've they've stayed sick through the whole the whole six games. But I guess that shows how good the top of the league is at the moment. Um, but they're hoping that you know if they carry on that form, they'll start to to move up um, above Derby and others. Well, that's exactly it, isn't it? Um, we had uh, Phil Catchpole from from Wickham TV on the other week, and he was saying that it's starting to become two separate leagues, isn't it? There's kind of the, the top seven are pulling away on their own and then the rest are just trying to make up the numbers. And I mean, you, you've spoken about there the, the incredible form. I mean, your last game, a 4-0 win away at Cheltenham. I mean, 4-0 is, is a good scoreline in any case, but away from home, that's particularly impressive. So uh, I guess talk me through it. What happened? Yeah, it was obviously a match of a bit of quite a bit of narrative because Michael Duff was going back to his former club. He's a legend there at Cheltenham, obviously left last season. And Martin Devaney, the first team coach, is also another legend there. So there was quite a lot of, you know, you could see those two getting swamped by fans and staff and everyone before the game. But once it started, it was very one-sided. As you probably expect, really, Cheltenham, I think, have got one of the lowest budgets in the league and struggling quite a lot. But um, um, Barnsley... They've said that they actually played better than than that. Um, they'll find their their goal scorer, one of the goal scorers, Herbie Kane, said it wasn't necessarily their best performance. It was just very very clinical, and they scored two wonder strikes from outside the box and two great team goals. For me, I think it was a really good performance. You know, when you win four nil away from home, score four goals of really high quality. That has to go down as one of the best wins in 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 the season. And yeah, um, just a really good day, Pat. Packed away, end of more than a thousand. Just a great day for the club, a big, big away win, and, and a great performance. Sounds good. Sounds good. And you, you mentioned the the attendance there. Um, I went to Cheltenham away as well. That was uh, it's it's a, it's an interesting ground, isn't it? You go back in time a little bit when you're there. I was a big fan of the uh, the bowls pitch that was attached to one of the stands as well, <laughs> which is quite funny. But talking about your fans this weekend. What, what can we expect in terms of numbers? Obviously, Derby have sold out because we apparently seem to sell out everywhere nowadays. Um, what are we expecting from Barnsley? Um, yeah, I think the, the whole attendance hopefully will be about 16,000, 17,000, which will be the biggest of Barnsley's by, by far. So a, a bit of an increase on on previous home gates. Um, their club are really trying to push and get get fans go, going there. Um uh, uh, you know, there was a bit of a disconnect from last season after the relegation, but uh, it's starting to get better and better. Um, they've been very, very quiet. Well, not very quiet, but a, a little bit quiet uh, at some games before the last home game against Cambridge when there was a bit of a change. The Barnsley went down to 10 men um, pretty early on when they were leading and it was a real, like, getting behind the team from the fans and you felt an atmosphere that hadn't really been felt at Oakwell probably previously this season possibly a turning point going into these big games that Derby have got, uh, sorry, Barnsley have got against Derby and then I think they've got uh, Plymouth, um, Sheffield Wednesday and it all coming up in the next months at home. So they're going to need the fans and it feels like, I, I can sort of sense it as well that the, the, the supporters have come, come on board. I think they've, They've, they've always appreciated Duff and the team, but I think that it's just taken a while to get over what was such a bad season last season for the atmosphere to pick up at home. Away, it's been very good all the way through. Mm, yeah, I think we're kind of in a, in a similar situation, to be honest. I think, yeah, as, as I guess as the team improves and the performances improve, the following improves as well. And yeah, more people want to go and experience it and see what could be quite a memorable season. 
Um, just want to ask as well, just a, a quick question. Uh, where's Barnsley's singing end? You mentioned that the atmosphere is growing. Which stand is the one that Derby fans should be looking out for for making noise? Yeah, it's probably the Ponty end, the one opposite behind the other goal, opposite the away end. Um, that's I think there's only a, not too many uh, tickets left for Saturday for that one. So yeah, that's that's usually the one where the the most of the noise comes from, um, just behind behind one of the goals. Yeah, it's uh, that's probably the one. Sounds good. Yeah, well, uh, I'm sure we'll try our best to make as much noise as possible to try and uh, create a good atmosphere. But anyway, back to the football. Um, and yeah, I've just been looking through your results. I've noticed a lot of the results you seem to win by one or two goals. What What's the philosophy um, of the team, I guess? What, what's the philosophy? Do you, do you tend to score, sit back, defend the lead? Or are you a team that kind of pushes to, to try and get more goals? No, I think I think they do push on. I think probably the probably scoring goals has been a little bit of an issue earlier on in the season. Not so much now. They're starting to score more regularly. Um, the top scorers only got seven. Uh, a couple of a couple of players on seven, which is not necessarily what you'd expect at this time of the season from a team who's, who's up there in sixth and in good form, like like we've said. But the goals have been really shared around. But it's been it, it's been a case of they don't necessarily have really informed strikers who are going to probably challenge sort of 20 goals a season like yourselves have probably got with McGoldrick. I don't know if they've necessarily got that, although James Norwood, an experienced striker, is coming into form and Devante Cole's got eight in all competitions as well. They're more sort of shared round, so it's just a case of uh, different players popping up and sort of being the hero each week, really. But, um, whereas last time they were in League One, they had Kiefer Moore and Corley Woodrow who were, who were scoring all the time. I think they both got one in two, basically. But yeah, it, when they do take the lead, I mean, they... they they tend to push on and 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 try to score more. It's just um, there haven't been too many games like Saturday when they've really sort of uh, you know really ran riot and um, got a big big score line. Um, yeah, but um, no, I wouldn't say that they sit back. It's just it's just maybe at times taking loads of chances in the game has been a bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned previously that Herbie Kane got on the score sheet last week. Uh, I've got the the stats up here, and he's apparently your highest rated player this season. Um, what is it that's made him your highest rated player, and what can we expect on Saturday? I think he's he's pretty experienced now, even though he's only twenty four. He's, he's he's one of the more experienced players in Barnes's team because they're so young, and he's been he's been around League One for a good few seasons, always in sort of promotion. Um, scraps so he's 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 sort of he, know, he knows what it's all about he's he's found a home sort of Barnsley player th- uh, three in midfield and he, he he plays on one on the left of that um and so he gets a bit more license to go forward whereas previously he was playing in more of a sort of standard two uh, and I think that gives him more freedom he's he's one of those players that can sort of get the ball with his back to goal and sort of on the half turn and and, and beat players and, and open up play and he's a really good passer as well brilliant cross field pass to set up the well create the opportunity for the first goal um, on Saturday and and obviously he's, he's scored a, a screamer from distance as well so yeah I think him Luke O'Connell's a really exciting player more more sort of defensive midfielder but also you know really good passer and tackler and scores screamers as well and Adam Phillips has got seven from midfield so those three have, have been really have sort of after a bit of chopping and changing and, and gelling in the first few months of the season have really turned into a very good uh, central midfield three, which is probably the one of the strongest areas in Barnsley's team. I was going to say uh, that's interesting because I'd say probably Derby's midfield is one of the strongest areas in theirs. We've got um, most likely Conor Hurahan, Jason Knight, and Harvey White starting in there. 
Um, how do you fancy the chances of Barnsley's midfield up against Derby's? Do you think they're, they're very even? I think so. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think we'll have to see how Barnsley get on in in the next few games against all the the bigger teams. But at the moment, their midfield's been brilliant the last few few months and it it feels to me like one of the better ones in the the division. Um, Obviously, they're a little bit young and inexperienced, so we'd have to see how they come up against the likes of Conor Hurahan, who's obviously... You know, been there and done it for years and years. Um, but I think, yeah, I think uh, on their day they they can be as good as anyone. I think you're probably right. That'll be a a really key uh, battleground at Oakwell on on Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure it will definitely be an interesting one. Um, and just looking at your other two top players this season, um, you've got Mads Jewel Anderson and Jordan Williams, who are both defenders, which kind of fits what you were saying about you know being strong at the back, not necessarily scoring loads and loads of goals. Um, would you agree that they've been two of your best players? Yeah, definitely. Um, Mads is certainly um, a candidate for the best centre-back in League One. I know you'd probably say Cashin. Uh, <laughs> he's in that conversation, definitely. He was, I think he a couple of seasons ago when Barnsley got in the playoffs in the Championship, I thought he was one of the best centre-backs in the Championship. So to have him in League One is is really good. And he's, just, he's just so consistent and... Um, yeah, he might have his hands full on, on Saturday against the likes of McGoldrick and, and Collins, but he's been really, really good for the majority of this season and, and looks often to be too good for the, the level. Um, and then Jordan Williams playing the right wing back, so kind of a defender, kind of not. He's got quite a, a quite an attacking role, really. But from right wing back, he has scored five goals this season, which is pretty good. And three in his last six. I think he's Barnsley's top scorer in 2023. Uh, they've all been really good goals as well. Um, some from range, but also just uh, he's he's really fa- he's probably the fastest player in Barnsley's team, and he he can just um, sometimes uh, when he joins attacks, he can he can just uh, outstrip defenders and 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 surprise them that he suddenly there's this right wing back in in the box and uh, and going through on goal, which has happened a couple of times. Um, so yeah, he's he has really found his best form this season after sort of being used in all different positions over the last few years um yeah he's been he's been excellent i think he's got five goals and maybe four assists as well so yeah he, he's a big threat yeah let's hope he's used up his goal quota for 2023 already and he uh, can't add to that at the weekend um i just want to ask i guess as, as a final thing on, on barnsley's team we've talked about the defense we've talked about the midfield now we want to talk about the biggest danger men going forwards um i guess that's the big question who who should derby's defense be looking out for well, the strikers will probably be, unless he changes something there, Devante Cole and uh, James Norwood, who have been pretty much the strikers all season. In the first half, they didn't really have half of the season. They didn't have too many other options, really, because um, they were quite low on on forwards. Um, 
and they've done they've both done well they both set the tone with the pressing and the very hard working um not been inundated with goals i think devante's on an 11 goal um 11 game goaler streak at the moment but he has got eight for the season and they're both they've both done good jobs um the the probably the one of the biggest attacking threats is Adam Phillips from midfield. He's got seven in all competitions and his long range shooting and also sort of late runs into the box to, to provide, to you know, link up with the strikers have been really effective. Uh, and then you've got sort of more strength in depth off the bench. Now um, a big striker on loan from Manchester city, Slobodan Tedic. Uh, he's come back from injury and um, they've also got Ollie Shore in from Kilmarnock to add a bit more strength and depth. And then someone you'll be familiar with Luke Thomas has just come back from a broken leg. Um, he's not so much a striker, but he'll come on as a sort of number 10 or a wide forward or something like that that could change shape. And um, he was really good the first half, the first 10, 15 games of the season before breaking his leg in a freak accident in training. And he back to a massive cheer at Cheltenham on on Saturday. So he, he could come off the bench if, if the situation requires it on, on Saturday. And he, he's another one who's got a bit of extra pace and direct running and can just add something different. Yeah, that's interesting one. That's yeah, very good timing against his former club as well. Um, you mentioned was it Tedic, the striker from from Man City? You, you call him the big man. How how big is he? Yeah, I mean he's not he's not Peter Crouch, um, <laughs> uh, six three, six something like that. Um, yeah, and he's he's good in the air. Um, he's yet to score, I think, um, but he's he's only started once or twice. He's mainly come off the bench, um, and he was very raw. He's ve- he is very raw. Um, they, I think Michael Duff said something like, "I don't, I don't know who Man City sent sent us in the first three months of the season, but they can keep that one." But uh, and but he's come back now from an an injury. Um, in Michael Duff's words, a different animal. Uh, he, he he looks different. <laughs> he looks much. Yeah, he's got his hair blonde and he looks much bigger. He's obviously been in the gym during a uh, three months out with an ankle injury, um, and he's a big physical presence. Um, so he's just something different. I can't see him starting. You never know, but I think he'd be more of a plan B off the bench. Um, and yeah, he just, he's just a real handful, um, good in the air. And his hold-up plays hit and miss because he's a bit rusty, but um, and a bit, you know not the finished product yet. He's only young, 22, but he, he can hold the ball up well and link play as well. So he's, he, he could be a dangerous weapon. You see, you're worrying me now, Doug, because you've got a striker on an 11-game goalless run. You've got another striker that's not scored yet. And this is exactly the sort of thing that happens to us. We always seem to concede against strikers that haven't scored in years. <laughs> it just seems to be a derby thing. So, yeah, let's uh, let's hope that doesn't change for us this weekend. Um, but on to us. Obviously, you, you, you seem to know Derby's team quite well. When you, when you look at the the team and the way we've been playing, which players stand out to you as as biggest threats to Barnsley? Good question. Well, I, I mean, I haven't. I wouldn't say I've watched Derby loads uh, against Barnsley. Obviously, maybe a little bit on highlights and stuff. But <clears throat> obviously, uh, David McGoldrick's been around uh, for a long time. Scored scored loads of goals and. That, um, he always seems to score against Barnsley, or at least sort of win against Barnsley as well. Mendes Lang and Barkhausen both also scored a few goals against. <laughs> They're both fast, you know, skillful wingers who Barnsley will have to really watch out for uh, on Saturday. Um, so yeah, I think all of them, and then and then there's obviously the Hurahan factor, uh, probably one of the most adored Barnsley players of the last ten years. Also, always seems to beat Barnsley when he. United or, or Villa or Swansea, um, 
and and yeah, he's a uh, he. So yeah, he he'll be a, a real tough one to to come up against as well. So I think all of them. You've they've obviously put. To, I know there's quite a few decent youngsters in there, but obviously put together really experienced players who you think just as team of players. Sorry, you think they should be in the championship. They should be in the championship. They should be in the championship. When you look through them all, and they've obviously come to League One, and they're they're doing what you'd expect to be doing. So. It's one of the toughest games you could have with lots of people who are threats. Yeah, I think Hurahan's on something like eight goals and seven assists now from centre mid. Mendes Lang's hit something like 18 goal involvements as well. So, yeah, it's it's when you look at it, when you watch the games, it's like, oh, they're good. And then you look at the stats like, wow, <laughs> yeah, they are quite good. So, yeah, no good choices there. Um, now, just, uh, I guess, getting close to finishing off. We've played you twice at home. We know what to expect from you when you come to Pride Park. Are there any differences in the way you play at home at Oakwell? No, not really. In terms of, I guess there's a little bit more of um, an onus to be slightly less counter-attacking. <coughs> Excuse me, have the wall a bit more, just generally at home. But I, I can't say I've noticed too much of a difference in the, in the way they set up or the way they play, really. Um, obviously, there's the atmosphere thing. It has at times been, like I said, a, a little bit flat. But that seems to be changing now, and hopefully that'll be the case on Saturday. So, no, I think they're a very similar team at Oakwell or on the road. And finally, are there any weaknesses that Derby could look to exploit? Um, well, I, th- I think the issue all season, like I said before, has been finding those regular scorers up front. But they do seem to be getting well. They scored. They've scored seven goals in the last two games as a team so obviously that's not a huge weakness um any weaknesses no i i mean i wouldn't say there's an area of the team that i think that that's weaker than the others obviously the individual mistakes can always happen but i think they're a very solid team all over it's um yeah they've got a few a few new players who've been sort of thrown in recently like goalkeeper harry eistead from luton and um one of the centre-backs, Bobby Thomas, who have done really well, but they've only played a few games. So this will be the biggest test that they've had by far. I'm not saying that they are weak-linked, but I'm just saying that they're newer players who've replaced players who were very established in, in the team before who were out with injury. So this will be their biggest test, uh, like I said. So let's see how they do. That's interesting. I think you're the first person who, who hasn't gone, yeah, yeah, we've got a big weakness. We, our left back's rubbish or <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really shaping up to be an interesting game at the weekend. And I guess very finally, just to finish us off, Doug, I, I want your honest score prediction. OK, um, I will go, I mean, it could go either way, but if you push me, I'm going to stay positive from a positive perspective and go 2-1 to the Reds. 2-1, It's a hard one for me. <laughs> it's a hard one. I think away from home, I'd I'd be very happy with a draw. Um, I'm travelling up there, so I'd be very sad if we lost. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one all, but hopefully be two one Derby rather than two one Barnsley. But right, Doug, it genuinely it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's been great having you back on. Yeah, you are the first returning guest. I've been doing the uh, the maths in my head. So yeah, Doug, thank you for coming on. Enjoy the game at the weekend. And yeah, cheers. No problem. Cheers, Jake. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.